Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Online shopping has exploded. Four out of five Australian households visit and shop on e-commerce sites each and every month. Whilst, yes, this is convenient and often super speedy, we don't often stop to reflect on the environmental impact of our online shopping habits. For example, 10% of global CO2 emissions are from transport. Yes, this includes flying, driving to work, but also the logistics, aka getting that e-commerce order to your front door. So whilst we can take public transport to work and we can walk, the same doesn't really go for our online shopping purchases. In this episode, I am speaking with James Chin Moody, CEO and co-founder of carbon neutral shipping company Sendal. So James, what does it actually mean to be a 100% carbon neutral shipping company? Well, hi, Lottie. Um, what it really means, first of all, all is that we, we believe very much that logistics and, and e-commerce in general should be actually taking responsibility for the emissions it creates. Um, uh, we've done this from 2014. Every single parcel we've ever sent, we've actually taken full responsibility for those emissions. Um, and we do that in a number of ways. Uh, you know, firstly, we, we actually tap into idle capacity and networks to, to try to fill trucks um, where they have space. And that actually reduces the price, which is awesome as well, um, without compromising anything like speed. Um, but for everything that's left, we measure it. Uh, and then we invest in carbon offset projects to make sure that, that for every single kilogram of CO2 that's being emitted when you're uh, sending a parcel from one side of the country to the other, we're actually withdrawing that kilogram of CO2 back out of the atmosphere um, through one of the projects we invest in. That is amazing and so exciting because I think we don't really think about it when the postie might be kind of coming to our door or going to a business and then they're leaving again and there's all of this empty space or there's not lots of people, I don't know, in the middle of Bondi. It's only kind of only half of the truck is filled with e-commerce orders today. So I think it's really interesting this concept of kind of using the trucks and the logistics that are kind of already in use and just kind of topping them up. It just makes so much sense, which I absolutely love and adore. So you partner with South Pole, is that right, to offset your carbon emissions? That's correct, yes. For our listeners who aren't really sure what that what that actually means, could you just explain what, like, what your partnership is and how it works? Yeah, so um, one of the other things, because every single parcel that Sendle sends is 100% carbon neutral. Um, it means that there's, you know, it's not like you're choosing, you know, I say, I want to do this. It's not like a flight where you might decide to make it, you know, um, carbon offset every single parcel. So we actually let our customers choose. Um, every year we have a, a, a voting um, and they can choose which projects um, that they would like to us to invest the carbon offsets in. And over the years, we've invested in everything from um, rainforest um, to even cook stove projects um, uh, where we're actually taking uh, really dirty um, and actually very unhealthy um, cook stoves that were burning coal and turning them into electric solar cook stoves. And, and again, it improves indoor air pollution 
um, actually enables uh, you know many rural communities, but also reduces the amount of carbon dioxide in the air. So um, that's what we do with South Pole. Um, we work with them on different carbon, di- you know, uh, emissions reductions projects. That is amazing. How cool and fascinating! I didn't even think that projects like that actually existed, but. There is an amazing solution or some innovation happening, I feel like, in so many different places at the moment. So let's get down to kind of the nitty-gritty of offsetting. So when you're calculating this carbon footprint, what is the heaviest? Is it like is it the heaviest in terms of kind of the, the weight of the box or is it actually the size? Like how do you calculate that carbon footprint? Oh, we're, we're nerding out. I love it. Because <laughs> it's interesting. Um, in the world of logistics, and it probably comes right back to, to Sendal. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, Lottie, uh, we exist really to, to help fill the space, um, the idle capacity in trucks. Um, and, and also, by the way, uh, it's all about enabling the world of small business because it's those small businesses who are generally going to be in, say, in Bondi or um, Anala or wherever it might be. Um, they're often working from home. They're, they're not going to be in giant, you know, going from giant warehouses. And so it's the trucks that drive to those suburbs. They're going to deliver a whole lot of parcels. Then they're going back empty, if that makes sense. And we're going to pick those parcels up from those small businesses in neighbourhoods and communities. We actually send, a, you know, send parcels from every single part of Australia and every single part of the US. And and as of a couple of weeks ago, every part of Canada. So, um, so really, so when you're thinking about the emissions, you have to start to unpack how that works. And, it, and to the, the truth is it actually depends on which part of the journey we're talking about around what's more important. Is it weight or is it volume? Um, for the, the, the local part of the journey, um, it's actually a lot about weight because weight is directly related to um, how much uh, fuel you'll burn. Um, but for what they call line haul, so if you're, if you're sending a parcel from one side of the country to another on the back of a truck, actually volume starts to matter a lot more um, because the trucks can generally that, – that's the thing that limits the truck is the amount of volume that you have. So, so the real truth is it's a bit of a, bit of a, a combination of the two. Gosh, no simple answer, is there? <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> and, and it's, I mean, it's um, one of those things, though, um, you know, you have to have that care and diligence, um, you know, for our perspective. Um, you know, we, we, we very much believed in from day one, you know, that, that taking responsibility. We, we call it shipping that's good for the world um, because we believe that there's, there's two major areas where shipping can have an impact um, on, on the world stage. And, you know, one is absolutely helping uh, the entire logistics industry take responsibility for its carbon emissions and, and e-commerce in general. Um, but secondly, it's all about leveling the playing field between uh, the, you know, small business and big business. Because generally, it's the big businesses who get a, who get access to these incredible rates. Um, they they actually they they you know they pay less and they get a lot more. What we want to do is make sure that the small businesses who can actually have access to that infrastructure as well. Um, and you know, and the the happy thing is that you can actually have it both. The way we work is we're not only hundred percent carbon neutral, but we're actually cheaper than um, uh, than if you were to line up at the post office, say. No, I think it's really exciting. So then also, again, coming back to the kind of the carbon differences and the different, I don't know, shipping options, when it comes to express shipping versus regular mail, what are the biggest kind of, would you say carbon differences? Is that the right terminology? You've got to help me here. Yeah, absolutely. I think the um, uh, you're absolutely right. A lot, a lot comes down also to, to, to customer behavior. 
um, there is no doubt that, uh, for example, if you can, uh, if you can make a parcel move slower, if you want to, um, then you can do a whole lot more. You could say, I'm not going to move that parcel until uh, an entire cage is full. Right? You can actually relax that. You can say, um, I'm not going to put this on air because the air freight, of course, is much more expensive from a carbon perspective than and a cost perspective than it is from from rail or truck um, freight. And so, definitely, there's a there's a there's a movement. They, you know, there's, it's actually a thing called a slow shipping movement, um, uh, which is which is actually taking responsibility for that as well. Um, where it's uh, you know that basically again everything lines up. You can choose, and and actually in the US we have a choice. You can choose a slower option if you wanted to, um, which both saves you money and also has less impact on the environment. That is amazing. It's something that when we're shipping orders out at Banish, we don't actually offer express shipping. And it is so interesting when I get people who call up and kind of say, hi, I'm ready to place an order and I can't actually choose express shipping, but I want it tomorrow. I kind of have to turn around and say, look, that's actually not something that we can do and that we offer because of the actual increase in the carbon footprint because then chances are if you want it next day and if you want it overnight, it's going to have to go through, you might send out a dedicated driver and then it might hop on a plane rather than going on a train or also going on a truck or something like that. So it is about that kind of re-education. And once I explain that to people, they go, oh, yes. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. That person can wait a couple of days or next time I will be more organized with my last minute birthday present shopping. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Lottie. And it's, it's interesting. Um, one of the things we're seeing in, in a big shift, uh, even over the last couple of years, is, is, is uh, consumers, customers actually starting to make choices which are much more aligned with their values. Um, so, that's a perfect example of the one you just gave then of like, once we understand that making this choice is actually aligned with our values, right? And this is what that company stands for, um, that I want to actually reduce the impact of, of you know, what we sell, uh, that I am going to choose, you know, a more uh, efficient or, you know, sustainable way of, of shipping. It actually enhances that company. Um, it actually, um, we, we look at it again as a way of maybe a small business um, being able to compete with a, a giant mega business, right? Because it's actually... It's the values sometimes that, that, that you can really use to connect with your, with your consumers, with your customers. No, I think you're 100% right. And it's also just retraining and kind of the messaging used to be kind of next day shipping or dispatch today, get it tomorrow. And it's about retraining people and just, yeah, explaining the differences and then people can be far more accustomed to the fact that their order might take a little bit longer to arrive, but when it does get there, it hasn't harmed the planet as much in the process. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I just wanted to ask you where has this kind of passion for helping the small guys and the little businesses grow and compete against big corporations because it, you don't often find people that are as passionate as yourself about small business. Yeah, well, it, it was interesting. I think um, 
it comes from a couple of areas. One is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, a, a total nerd, and, and I used to do a lot of work with the United Nations Environment Program in the in the uh, the human development space. So I did a lot with, with the Millennium Development Goals, and we spent a lot of time um, on the science, uh, the task force for science and technology, um, looking at entrepreneurship, looking at business. Um, and, and, and particularly in, in, uh, many developing countries and just the, you know, the real pathway that that could create for economies. So, so there's a nerdy bit of me. And then there's another bit where I come from, you know, pretty humble beginnings. And I, I remember my dad starting a business as well. And I remember, um, in fact, I, uh, Sendle itself came from its own, from a little startup that we created. I was, I was the primary carer of our two, um, young boys. And uh, we, we decided to create this sort of giving platform. And what did it need? It needed really good logistics. And so we ended up having to solve the problem for ourselves. And then we realized, hey, there's so many people like us, right? So many entrepreneurs, so many folk who've got side hustles, so many folk who, uh, you know, are makers, um, you know, that, that basically also had the same problem, which was, um, you know, not no access to simple, reliable, and affordable logistics. Um, so that was the piece when it was like, wow, we can actually unlock, we can unlock this network for them. And interestingly, uh, you know, um, help them to, to be more competitive, but also more sustainable at the same time. No, I think it's such a great idea and it just makes so much sense because for so many small businesses and even medium to large businesses as well, logistics and shipping are their biggest cost. So to make it affordable and to make it accessible, it just means it's giving that level up the fact that Sendle can come to your door even if you are a small business owner who might pack and send your orders from your small second bedroom. It just makes it accessible. It means that you don't need to take that valuable time out of your day to go and drop it off somewhere. You can actually just pick it up and keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. For many of our customers, it's a little bit, and, and look, I, I still send lots of things. Uh, it's a bit like magic. Um, you can you can literally create a label and then suddenly somebody picks it up from your door and they're doing it much cheaper than if you had to line up yourself. And and it's interesting, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about sustainability, Lottie, but at the end of the day as well, um, you know, it comes down to a lot about how do we help those businesses to thrive? You know, we, we think about the very heart of, of Sendle is, you know, how do we, how do we, you know, save time? How do we save money? And, and more importantly, how do we help those small businesses sell more through shipping? Because at the end of the day, um, you know, this, you know, these are livelihoods, you know, these are, we're putting food on the, on the table and we're helping put kids to school, you know, send the kids to school, you know, by enabling these small businesses. So we spent a lot of time, um, thinking about how you can use shipping as a competitive advantage for small businesses, um, and, and, and making the, the, the tools that are usually only available to really big businesses available to them as well. Yeah, I think it's great because often there's something that has to give. It's like one of those things when it's when it sounds too good to be true, it's like, well, what is the sacrifice that you're going to have to give up or make in order to have kind of the whole thing and get that kind of, I don't know, 10 points if you're going to use a point system. And I think it's great to see that you have made it so accessible and easy for small businesses as well. But talking about that, 
I can pretty much hear Mariah Carey going over and over in my head because that's all I've been listening to lately because we are coming into Christmas season when I'm sure that people who aren't just business owners are also looking to send goodies across the country or even the globe to their loved ones. So what are some of the things that they should be thinking about when it comes to shipping as sustainably as possible? Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, and, and we, we think of it as peak. It's definitely that, you know, a period where everything accelerates um, the entire uh, in the logistics world. Um, uh, there's a bit of a joke. Um, logistics folk don't get a holiday <laughs> anytime, you know, in <laughs> December because it really is the busiest time of the year. Um, uh, so, but really, if you, if you wanted to ship, whether you're a small business or whether you're a, um, uh, you know, just a, as somebody is sending, you know, as I, as I will, you know, some things to friends and family. Um, I, I guess a couple of things to remember. Um, one is, you know, get in early. Uh, it never hurts. Um, definitely towards the end of the season, um, you know, you don't want to be running right against a cutoff. Um, I think the second one is, uh, like with everything, um, think about packaging is everything in the world of shipping. Um, you know, and so many, many small business owners know this already. Um, that you, you know, it's really thinking hard about your packaging, um, to make sure that that, that treasured item is, is there intact and, and, and safe. Um, but really it's the same for, for everyone who's sending a parcel. Um, so we, we, you know, we, we actually have single packaging. We, we actually introduced compostable, um, satchels. Um, uh, we're the first carrier to, to, to create compostable satchels. So we can help with packaging if you want, but, um, at the same time, yeah, really think hard about your packaging if you're going to be sending things. Because um, we've seen everything from things wrapped in newspaper to other things like that. Please don't use newspaper, by the way, Lottie. Um, and I think the third one is, um, uh, yeah, um, it is a it is a time for giving, but it is a time when we're consuming lots of things, and and so that little bit of awareness around the impacts, um, as we've already talked about, is 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 really great. Um, and it, you know, again, you can show, uh, you know, show your care um, for other people. Um, and you can also show that in ways which, um, you know, reflects your values. No, I think that is some really good points. You would actually have such a field day if you came to the Banish Warehouse and saw how all of the different Brad packages we get are sent. I sometimes do Instagram stories about them, but it is so funny. So Brad is the recycling program that Banish, Banish runs and we get people to send in their hard to recycle items like beauty products and blister packs. But our biggest thing is use a packaging, like use packaging that you've already got at home. We don't want people to be buying new just for yep. the sake of it. So the whole premise was like, okay, fill up an old shoebox. I just assumed everybody had a shoebox lying around at home somewhere, but it turns out people don't. And they send the Brad parcels in the funniest packages. We get people who kind of will refill their dog pet food kind of um, bags. We'll get people who use wheat bix boxes. People often will just actually pop in a whole garbage bag and just whack a label on the side. And it is actually hilarious to see how they are just reusing whatever <laughs> they've got at home. Oh, yeah. And by the way, we love reuse because generally a lot of folk these days, are, there's going to be a lot more coming into your house by e-commerce and, of course, than leaves. And so I hope everyone, um, we did it, we, you know, has their little space for, for packaging um, <laughs> that they can reuse. Absolutely love it. Uh, but, the, um, but as you say, it's the, yeah, thinking ahead and making sure it's robust uh, is, is key. 
definitely. I have this kind of th- this little voice in my head that goes off every time I see a box going, ooh, it's quite a nice box. I wonder how <laughs> I could reuse that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I already pack way too many orders. I need to stop. I need to <laughs> – my little section in my house for the boxes that I am going to reuse one day is getting out of control. I need to go through and declutter it. I'll just probably take it to the warehouse and we'll use it for some banish orders. But anyways, awesome. we've spoken today quite a bit already about a couple of different actionable steps that people can take when it comes to the Christmas season. But I like to finish – off every single episode by asking our guests one thing that our audience can do tomorrow that's very actionable that can help save our planet. So, James, what is your piece of advice? I think the, you know, it's the little behaviours, you know, you can do one big thing um, that, you know, can make a bit of a difference, but it's really about thinking of the things that you do every day and finding the, you know, what that thing is and making a change there. So is it, you know, I get a coffee, can I move from a reusable coffee to, you know, from a disposable coffee cup to a reusable coffee cup? Is it, you know, again, I'm in a small business, can I change some of the behavior because I'm going to do this thing over and over again? So I'd say if there's one thing, it's to try to think about something that you do every single day and make a choice um, because that in the end of the day is going to have a lot more impact than say a one-off, um, you know, a one-off activity that you might do. Ah. I love it. I think it is such a great piece of advice because when you do just make change that one little thing, it probably doesn't actually make a big difference or you don't think it makes a big difference because it's just that small, tiny step every day. But if you add that up for every single day of the year, then it will make a massive difference. Thank you so much for coming on today, James. It has been a pleasure. Thanks, Lodi. It's been great. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm hmm. 